Hello and welcome to the Start and Succeed show. If you've not listened to an episode of this podcast before, my name is Kelly Brammer. I'm a business and life strategist and I'm here every single week sharing tips, insights, strategies and advice with you about all things business and mindset so that you can truly live a life that aligns with you, with your wants and your needs, that enables you to build and grow amazing businesses that transform the lives of others. And you do that or so that you can do that with passion, with purpose, with confidence and with intent. Now, today I want to talk to you about success mindsets. Now, the reason I want to talk to you about this today is recently I've had a conversation with a client who is always, for as long as I've been working with him, been in a very positive mindset. So it's really been working on his growth and the success of his business. But recently I've seen that mindset change and that's as a result of the current economic climate. So we all know that the prices of everything has gone up, the price of fuel, the price of power, the just cost of living has gone up significantly. And the the amount of money, I guess, that you earn for a product or service, or even if you're employed, hasn't necessarily gone up in line with that. So there's a big disparity between what you earn versus what you're having to pay out. And that's causing some problems for people. You may be one of them. And I've recently been working with this client to help him understand that, yes, there are some challenges at the moment. Yes, things have gone up in price, but there are things that we can do to try and help move forward effectively to mitigate the impact that those changes are having on him, on his life and on his business. And that's the same for you. So today I want to share with you, just in case you're having some similar problems with your mindset, maybe you were in a positive mindset, maybe you are or you were seeing that you could grow, you could succeed, you'd seen many successes and many achievements in your life, but maybe your mindset has taken a bit of a turn for the worse, you're not feeling so successful, you're feeling challenged and you're not quite sure what you're going to do about it. So I'm going to share with you five steps that can help you change your mindset to improve it and help you continue to achieve that success in your life. Now, failure on the horizon or a blessing in disguise, it's all about how we see something. It's about our perception of something. So we may see a particular challenge or particular event as a failure. It might be a failure that you see coming that you're not quite sure you're going to overcome or how you're going to overcome it. Or you might see it as a blessing in disguise, or it might be a blessing in disguise. Now, each day is different. We all know that. Sometimes we feel happy, we're thriving, we're feeling so good about things. But others, we can find ourselves that we're doubting ourselves, can't we? We can feel that we're not that great, that our abilities aren't that good, that we're not that skilled, we're not that experienced. And it's not that we are, that's just how we feel at that particular time. So it's really time right now to start turning more of those days, more of those days when you're feeling really crappy, where you're doubting yourself, into happier days into days where you're thriving, because each of us, every single one of us on this planet, 
can achieve our own version of success. We're all destined for great things, but it's whether A, we believe it internally and whether or not we tap into that belief and actually go out and make amazing things happen. But yet we let so many things hold us back way too often. And again, that's why I'm sharing these tips with you today to try and get you to move forward from being held back to continue on that success journey for you. And this isn't to say that there aren't going to be challenges. There will always be something. There'll always be something that sideswipes you, that gets in the way. It's just life, but it's how we learn to overcome them and to take the learnings of our past to effectively move forward in our present and our future. So having a positive mindset, having a positive outlook on life can really start to help you see challenges that might come up, predicaments that might appear, and potentially opportunities that could come up in a brand new light. And this really can be the difference between you shooting for the stars and for your dreams, or just staying stagnant and letting all of your dreams and your goals pass by like a sheep in the night. Now, as I've said, there are going to be things in life that affect you negatively. That's just part of life. It's a process we all go through. There are good things, there are bad things. There are things that we know we need to overcome, some that we don't know how we're going to do it, some that we may feel that we're never going to overcome. But it's about how you deal with those and how you feel internally and how then you can move forward effectively with that. So if you right now are in a negative mindset, it's going to be likely that you're letting everything and anything stand in your way. You're going to be thinking that there's really no point in continuing on this journey of yours if it's in business or you might be questioning yourself as to why you even tried in the first place. And it might be that you never even get started on the thing that you want to do because you can't get past this fear of failure, regardless of knowing deep down that there are possible opportunities out there that are endless. And there are so many successes out there that you could actually achieve if things were to go right. Now, a great quote here that I'll share is from Bram Stoker. And it's, we learn from failure, not from success. So when we're thinking about the things that have happened to us in our past, when we're thinking that things might be negative, things are going to happen. As I've said, there are going to be challenges, there are going to be things that sideswipe you, there are going to be things that you just couldn't foresee, but it's how you deal with them. You learn from the process that you're going through, even if that's a success or a failure, you learn from it, and then you take steps to move forward. So with a positive mindset, you essentially will be able to confront any challenges that you come across. You're going to be able to see so many opportunities out there. You're going to be able to understand how you can deal with things that come up or that you come up against, these challenges that present themselves. You're going to know that you can get past it. And it's really important, especially as a business owner, but effectively everybody, it's so important that you work on your mindset each and every day. Because, you know, you might have a rubbish night's sleep and wake up feeling terrible 
And that can change your mindset drastically. So doing some mindset work at the beginning of every day is really going to help you be in the best mindset, the most positive mindset that you can be for that day itself to help you to move forward. So I'm going to share with you, as I say, five things that you can do every single day to help you work on that amazing mindset of yours to help you feel more successful to know that there are endless possibilities endless opportunities and that you can achieve whatever it is that you put your mind to and these tips are things that i've used personally but also tips and insights and learnings that i've used with my clients and my customers in the past to help you today so the first thing is to keep a journal now I know this is something that a lot of people say and you might be thinking, oh, I'm not the kind of person that journals. It doesn't have to be an official journal book. It could just be a notepad. It could be a scrap of paper. It's something that you can physically write your thoughts and your feelings down on. Now, our thoughts and our feelings are really important. But so often we don't put ourselves first and that results in you maybe feeling like, you're not you're not worthy you're not the most important person it's somebody else because you are pushing all of your thoughts and feelings to the back of your mind and you don't necessarily realize at the point the lasting impact of doing it especially if you're doing it on a continuous basis if all we're doing is hiding our emotions hiding our thoughts hiding our feelings and not acknowledging them We're going to one day come up against all of them and you're going to feel terrible. So you have to understand that, uh, wrong words, you have to work on your mindset daily to understand how you're feeling so that you can then understand what you can do to make you feel better. So as I say, take some time each and every day, doesn't have to be long, literally a couple of minutes to just journal out your thoughts and your feelings things that have gone well, things that haven't, great things that have happened to you today already or maybe the previous day, things that you've done to help other people, things that people have done for you. It really doesn't take long and it can help you immensely. Now, one of the things that I would recommend if you don't keep a journal is in terms of a book and you're just writing on scrap paper, get a jar and put all of your journal entries into a jar. And then One day, if you're feeling particularly bad in terms of your mindset, just take one of those things out and read it. And the reason that this helps is, yes, there are possibly going to be some negative entries in there, things where you've not been feeling that positive, where you're just feeling that you can't really move forward. But the majority of things in that jar, when you're doing this daily, your mindset is changing. You're starting to feel more positive you're starting to feel that you can actually achieve the things that you want to. So you pick something out on a particularly bad day and it's most likely going to tell you some positive and amazing things. Things that are really going to help and encourage you and validate the way that you're feeling isn't the truth. It's just a position that you're currently in and you are going to get past it. So second one, is to ask yourself about the whys and the why nots when it comes to making decisions. Now, decision making can be tough. 
we can ponder way too long on something before making a decision. I know I've been there and I do this quite often and I shouldn't. And sometimes we can make rash decisions based upon an actual need at the time, but without truly understanding the benefits or the impacts of that particular decision, because it's been a rushed decision. So you don't really know what's going to happen on the back of it. So you can either take too long or you do it really quickly and you're not quite sure what's going to happen. And either way, there are going to be impacts to you, to your business, if it's about your business and to your life. So you have to think about when it comes to decision making, having a process that supports you in terms of making a decision that is timely and that enables you to understand if and how that particular decision or those decisions is going to impact you. Now, a great tool that I use for this um, is the why, why not scenario. So essentially, you take a decision that you need to make and you mentally take stock of it or you write it down. So you've got the decision that you, you need to make. You might note it down on a piece of paper. You might have it in your mind. And then it's to think about the why and the why not. So why would you do this particular thing or why would you not do this particular thing? Now, the reason that I say this scenario works is because sometimes we might be feeling in a positive mindset, others we might be in a less positive mindset and that decision therefore can change. So actually taking stock of why you should do it versus why you shouldn't do it helps you put perspective into that process. It's not just making a rash decision based on how you're feeling at that point in time. It's actually understanding why you would do something or why you wouldn't do something for each individual decision that you have to make. Now, getting into this habit, it's going to help you not just with the small decisions that you have to make on a daily basis, but on those big decisions as well. Now, we all know there are some decisions that we're going to make, we're going to look back on, and we're going to wish we'd never made them. And that's fine, because this process isn't 100% foolproof. It's not telling you that each decision that you're going to make is going to be the right decision. Because at the end of the day, we can only put perspective around it and use that knowledge with what we know today to make that decision. But by putting that perspective around it, by understanding why you would do it or why you wouldn't do it, and then making a decision, at least it's informed. You're thinking about things, you're making an informed decision rather than rushing into it, making a decision and potentially regretting it later. Now, the third tip is really to write down again, just getting a notepad or getting a piece of paper where you can write down any perceived failures and ask yourself, if you were to do it again, I could do this instead. Now, I'll give you an example here. We can all think about things that didn't go as well as we expected them to. Things that we seem to be deeming as failures, but often we don't think about what we've learned from the experience. So what I would recommend that you do is every day, note down any perceived failures that you had the previous day and ask yourself, if I was to do this again, that perceived failure, what could I do instead? So a great example here, 
podcasting. I'm here today talking to you and I can pretty much tell you it's taken me about five goes to record this before I actually went, you know what, I'm just going to show up imperfectly. This isn't about taking 10 hours to record and edit something. I'm just showing up and being here for you today. So my perceived failure when I look back on this is it took me so much longer to do this podcast than what it should have done. I should have already moved on by now. So if I was to do another podcast episode, which I'll do next week, what could I do instead of what I did today? So what I could do is have all of my bullet points that I'm going to talk about written down. I could have my intro already recorded, so I'm not having to re-record that every single time. I could have the outro recorded, so again, I'm not having to do that every single time. And I could just actually believe that what I'm sharing with you is so important. It doesn't matter if it's not perfect. I just need to be here to share this insight with you to help you on your journey, because that's what I'm called to do. That's what I'm here for. So as much as I see it a failure that it's taken me so long to do this today, because it has, in future, when I come to do this, I'm already going to have certain things recorded. I'm going to have my bullet points. I'm just going to get on and do it. I'm going to save myself heaps and heaps of time. It's not a failure. It's a learning. So next time it's going to take so little time in comparison. I'm going to be able to have so much time back to do other things, maybe record another podcast episode on the same day so I can get two out in a week rather than one or maybe just have a week's um, podcasting in the bank. Uh, whatever it is. So that's my example. So for you, if you had a failure yesterday, write down what that failure is. And then think about what you learned from that process and what you could try when you do that thing again. And as you work through all of the failures that you have, so you might want to keep them all on one notepad, you're going to see opportunities You're going to see new things come through because you're learning from those failures. So you're learning what's happened and you're going to take from that those learnings and you're going to turn that into opportunities to do things better. So it might be to automate things. It might be to not do something at all again. It it could be whatever, but there is always something to take from it. So the next thing is to identify your triggers so that you can avoid and protect. So it's not just perceived failures that can really pull your mindset in the wrong direction. It can be a number of things. It could be people, it could be places, it could be situations, it could be things, literally anything can impact it. So for example, and I like to share examples with you because it puts things again into perspective and I'm all about perspective. So you may know that you're not good in a busy situation. You may know that you don't like places where there's too many people, there's too much background noise, etc. And maybe it starts to make you feel anxious or stressed and you just can't focus in that moment because there's too much going on, there's too many distractions. They are your triggers. Your triggers are the things that are really going to occupy your mind, that are going to take you away from what it is that you're meant to be doing. So that's going to really impact what you do and what you don't get done and how you perform whilst you're doing it. So if you can really think about what your triggers are, 
if you list them out so that you've got a view of what they are, then you can put steps in place to actually avoid them to help keep your mindset in the best place possible. Now, I've used an example in there that actually relates to me. So in a previous podcast, I think I mentioned this. I used to meet all of my clients in like coffee shops or restaurants or hotel lobbies, et cetera, et cetera. That used, I just used to get out and go and meet them at a particular place before I set up my own office. And what I found, whenever I went into a cafe, I, as soon as I walked through the door, started to feel anxious and stressed about the situation. And then I started to doubt why, why I was, why, why I was even there. So I, it actually took me a while. I would turn up, I would start to feel on edge. I would have a great session with the client, but I knew it wasn't as good as it probably could have been. And when I actually took some time out to address what my triggers are, one of those is noise. I hate trying to work, trying to get things done in a noisy environment. So a cafe for me, you've got the coffee machine going, you've got clashes of glasses and plates in the background, you've got people talking, you've got children, you've possibly got dogs. There's all of this stuff that takes away from what I'm doing. So I've used that as an example because that's personal to me and no doubt there are many of you listening to this podcast where that is the same for you. Too much noise distracts you, makes you feel on edge, makes you feel anxious, makes you feel stressed, makes you not perform at your best. So if you can list out what triggers you and then figure out how to avoid that in the future or at least mitigate the impact that that actually will have, it's going to help keep you in the best mindset possible. And the last point, and this is the same for everybody. Everybody can do this. Everybody can do everything that I've listed, but everybody can definitely do this. Get outside. Get outside in the fresh air. Literally nothing beats just getting out in fresh air, a change of environment, new smells, new sights, new noises, new surroundings, all of that change and that fresh air makes you feel just alive. Now, you might think that you don't have time, but you do. Your mindset needs your priority. Otherwise, you're always going to struggle with it. Not necessarily necessarily due to a lack of time, but how you are feeling overall. So, Even if all you can do is carve out two minutes to get up from your desk, to open the front door or open your office door, wherever it is, and stand outside and just take in the fresh air, being somewhere different, listening to what's going off around you, smelling the noise, smelling the noises, smelling the smells, listening to the noises, it's all going to help you. So just take a breather. Now, it might be that you want to go for a short walk. It might be that you want to do some light exercise. It might be go for a coffee with a friend. It might just be literally opening that door and stepping outside and just knowing you're in a completely different space. Whatever it is you need to do to help you reset and recompose yourself, do that. So they are the five tips that I have for you to help you 
work on your mindset to enhance it so that you can achieve even more success in your life. So if you go back to the beginning, the first one was to keep a journal to document your thoughts and your feelings. The second was to ask yourself about the why and the why not when it comes to decision making. So you're making decisions easier for yourself. Third one was to write down any perceived failures to address what you learned from that situation and to look at what you could do if you had to do that particular thing again or even something similar. The fourth was to identify what triggers you so that you can avoid and protect your mindset. And the fifth was just getting outside in the fresh air. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I do appreciate this is a bit longer than my normal podcast episodes, but I really wanted to share this with you. Because like I say, I know people are starting to feel challenged. It's been a particularly challenging few years, but things still are impacting us in particular ways that we couldn't foresee with the prices of things, the cost of living, everything right now. There's so much stuff, but we need to not let it get on top of us have some perspective, work on your own mindset that you could, so that you can feel the best that you can feel, so that you, as I say, can live a life that truly aligns with you, so that you can continue to have a successful business or build and grow a successful business, and so that you can show up for your customers, for your people, for your audience, for your community, whoever they are, with purpose, with passion, and with intent. Now, thank you for listening today. As I say, I hope you've enjoyed this. I'd love it if you could leave me a review so you can listen to this on a number of different channels. So whichever channel you're on, it would be great if you could leave us a review or even send me a review to our email address and we'll pop that on our website. So that will be in the show notes. Uh, But thank you for listening. I wish you all the best, whatever you are doing today. And I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Have a good one.